The Washington Wizards fall to the Milwaukee Bucks 125 to 119. Both of the MVPs on the floor put up triple doubles. Russell Westbrook puts up a 42 point triple double with 12 assists and 10 rebounds. It was a very fun game to watch. The Wizards played hard. A couple of blunders by the referee at the end of the game and a couple of miscues by the Washington Wizards lead to the loss. Welcome back to the Westbrook Podcast. I'm your host, J.D. Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, Russell Westbrook gets a chip at Always and Forever Art, and on YouTube at J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. Let's get it. Guys, the first thing I want to say is the Russell Westbrook you saw. That is the fun Russell Westbrook. That is a healthy Russell Westbrook. That is a Russell Westbrook that everyone grows to love if you just appreciate everything he brings to the table. I have been saying all season long, if you're hurt, Russ, sit down. If you're healthy, get yourself into game shape. At no point did I say anything other than that. I have always said on all these podcasts all season long and on Twitter, he is still elite. Russell Westbrook is still elite. Period. 42, 12, and 10 with two steals. 50% shooting. 40 plus percent from three. That is the Russell Westbrook we know. The explosive dunks. He missed one. I thought he was fouled on the one he missed. That's why he fell to the ground so hard. But it is what it is. Russell Westbrook was flawless and outstanding tonight. Beautiful basketball. He had a couple of turnovers. I think he had a total of six turnovers. But that was, that was like three of those turnovers. That I, I, they went on Russell Westbrook, but they were good passes. The other player that showed up was Rui Hachimura. That man was hooping. Now, Rui did not score in the fourth quarter, I don't think. That's where his growth, uh, where I could see in that game where he could do better. Um, his legs got tired. Um, you know, they weren't trying to give him mismatches that he wanted, things like that. Uh, so he wasn't as effective in the fourth. But make no mistake, this is a young player. Rui Hachimura played outstanding, 11-18 from the field, 3-5 from 3-4-4 from the free throw line, 11 rebounds, 1 assist, 3 steals, and only 2 turnovers. Regardless, the thing that was most important to me wasn't, it wasn't that he scored. It's not that he had 29 points. It's how he got them. He was aggressive from the start. No hesitation on his jumpers. No hesitation on posting up at the free throw line. No hesitation at all going to the basket. He just did those things. That's what I liked most from him. And then he played really, really well defensively. The Wizards played really well defensively. The young Wizards, Denny, Rui, they played really good defensively for the most part. There was a couple of times when Rui got beat back door by Giannis. But those were things that he's going to learn as he gets older, as he learns the game. As he learns being able to guard one through five and guarding the other team's elite player. Those things will come. But he was hooping. Other than that, guys, uh, nine points from Denny. He's 4-10 from the field, one of six from three, 
four rebounds, one assist, one steal, one block. Denny sometimes to me gets in his own head. However, I think that he was fairly good on the defensive end on the ball uh, for the most part. At the end, I was irate at him in the fourth quarter when he just kind of gave Giannis a love tap with his fingers on his arm. Or I'm not, not Giannis, Middleton. Just sent Middleton to the free throw line um, right after Russ hit the big three to tie. I was very upset. I just don't understand why he did that. I just, I, but the, again, he's young, just like Rui, and Denny's even younger. Um, so that, those things are going to come as he gets older and, and, and matures at the NBA level. It definitely did frustrate me. But outside that, I thought Rui and Denny did a really good job defensively, other than just a couple of blunders because they're young. Um, Alex Lynn got the start last night. He, was 30, he played 33 minutes, three or four from the field, six rebounds, two assists, um, one block. So, you know, he had 10 points total. Uh, I, was, I was really impressed with how ferociously Lynn was attacking the rim uh, when he got the dump-off passes from Russell Westbrook. I was very impressed by that, and I hope that that continues um, throughout the season if he continues to start. Um, it's really weird to me that he was not in rotation at all, it seemed like, for a month, and then suddenly he's a starter, uh, but that's the Scott Brooks experience. Um, but nonetheless, guys, he attacked the basket. I didn't think Brooks should have – or not Brooks. Uh, yeah, Brooks should have played Lopez at all. Uh, I thought it should have been Wagner. So Wagner goes from starting to a DNP. Brooks makes no sense to me. But it is what it is. Uh, I I disagree. I thought I get it the Lopez Lopez matchup, but uh, I would have I would have told Lopez, look, I get paid to win basketball games, and the backup center is going to be Mo Wagner. So uh, that's just me. I already talked about Russell Westbrook, thirty nine minutes, sixteen of thirty two from the field, fifty percent, five of eleven from three, five of nine from the free throw line. He needs to clean that up. Um, he got ten rebounds, twelve assists. Like I said, six turnovers, two steals. Russell Westbrook was flawless. He was outstanding. Uh, I already spoke about him, so I'll move on. Garrison Matthews, uh, 3 of 11 from the, from, the, from the field, 33 minutes, 2 of 9 from three-point line. He wasn't stroking at 3 like we would like him to. Uh, Matthews had a Matthews type of night at three-point line. Uh, this game might have went differently. If we had Bertons, this, this game might have went differently. Uh, but he had two assists as well. Um, the thing about Matthews is that he went through a period of time in the third where we just didn't see him for a very long time. Um, if you follow me on Twitter, I tweeted out, where is Garrison Matthews? And he came in maybe a minute after that, and he immediately made a big defensive play. But that's Garrison Matthews. That's that's why you have him in the game. That's why you play him. Um, Bruce got to make sure he's playing him at the right moments. Um, I thought that he was sitting on the bench way too long. Uh, Troy Brown, Troy Brown Jr. Showcase, showcase Jr. Thirteen minutes, two of six from the field, one of three from three, four rebounds, one assist, one steal. He guys, he wasn't really good. The showcase isn't working. Um, but I don't completely just blame Troy Brown Jr. I mean, if you're out of rotation for two months, then they decide they want to showcase you, so they're giving you thirteen minutes here and nine minutes there. I'm not sure how efficient you're going to be. Inconsistent minutes. Uh, it matters for NBA basketball players. Basketball players are the greatest athletes on the planet, in my opinion. But rhythm is everything. Um, so this not out of in, out of the lineup, in the lineup, out of the lineup, in the lineup showcase is just a bad look. I feel bad for uh, for Mo Wagner. He goes from starting to DNP. Uh, Lynn goes from DNPs to starting. 
I, for some reason, Lopez just he just gets minutes. I don't I don't I don't really understand why that is. Uh, so I can't completely blame Troy Brown Jr. But for the most part, he was not good uh, versus the Milwaukee Bucks. Bunga played eight minutes. It really didn't matter. Uh, Neto, 26 minutes, 3-11 from the field, 3 of 6 from 3. Uh, he didn't shoot well from the field, but he definitely was hitting those three-pointers. Uh, definitely did help uh, the Washington Wizards keep this game close. Uh, he had six assists, two rebounds, one steal, uh, and he only had one turnover. So, guys, the truth is Russ scored 42, Rui scored 29, and there wasn't much help after that. I mean, Neto scored 10, and Lynn scored 10. Uh, if... If we had Bertans, maybe this game goes differently. Bertans can erupt and give you 15 to 18. This team just couldn't do that. They just couldn't do that. Not versus the Milwaukee Bucks. You know, remember, the Milwaukee Bucks are 24 and 14. This is a great team. This is a team some people thought were going to win a championship last year. Now, that didn't happen. They ran into Jimmy Butler in the heat. But this is an elite basketball team. And they added Drew Holiday. There's no more victories. We lost. I'm just saying, if we had Bertons, maybe this game goes differently. Uh, obviously, if we had Beal, maybe the game would go differently. But maybe Rui doesn't get as many touches. It's one of those kind of things. It's, you know, same thing if, if Russ sits and Beal plays, you know, someone's got to get the touches. So maybe the game is going to same. But Bertons is a catch-and-shoot guy that Russell Westbrook is looking for and maybe. It's different if Bertans plays. Because Garrison Matthews is 2 of 9. Denny Abdus is 1 of 6. Jorba Jr. is 1 of 3. Maybe the, a lot of those three-pointers go, go to Davis Bertans if he was able to suit up first the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, the end of the game. Russell Westbrook is on fire. Okay? Look. Russell Westbrook is elite. He's one of the most clutch players in the NBA, and he has been for a very long time. For those of you who don't believe me, you can go check the stats. I'm not saying anything that isn't true. Now, Russell Westbrook, he's on fire, right? From the outside, from the inside, he's attacking. He's doing everything he has to do. Russell Westbrook scored 12 straight points in the fourth quarter, and then he hit the big three to tie the game. Where he took 40, then he had 42. He had 16 points, four assists, and three rebounds in the fourth quarter himself. I mean, just, just think about that. He had 16 points, four rebounds, and three assists in the fourth quarter. That, that's an elite clutch basketball player, guys. I don't care what anyone says, he is elite. Nonetheless, he ties the game. We come down and we have our first mistake. We foul Milton on the tap, ticky tack, tap jumper. Sends him to the free throw line. I think right before we fouled Giannis too. Okay, so now we got him. We move forward. We call timeout. We get Russ going to the basket. Russ gets fouled on his layup right on the arm. That's what alters the shot. It's not like he got fouled on the body. You know, Russell Westbrook's strong. He finishes through, finishes through all that body contact. But guys, an, a, a foul on the arm is a foul on the arm. That is going to affect your shot. That is going to affect the trajectory of the ball. Russell Westbrook has a very, very vast layup package. 
but he can't get the ball off the glass the way he wants to, at the angle he wants to, at the speed he wants to, if he gets hit dead smack in the middle of his arm. That is going to affect the layup. So he misses it. No foul call. I was irate. Here's even more of an issue. They called timeout for that play, which is basically just an ISO, which is fine. He got to the basket, he got fouled, so he did his job. But if you notice, there, weren't, there wasn't any other movement once Russ got the ball over there. Now, the issue is, you called timeout before that, and you can tell after the missed layup that no one has any idea what they're supposed to do. And Russ is screaming at Rui and Denny to double off of, because I can't remember which one it was, it's probably Rui, to double off of Giannis. So they would pass. So Middleton would pass the ball to Giannis, and they would foul him. But they waste fourteen to fifteen seconds of Russ screaming at the young guys what they're supposed to do. And if you notice, as the ball was coming to court, Russ was also seems like he's screaming at the bench, Brooks. Then when they finally foul Giannis, to me they foul Giannis before he give up the ball. The referees didn't call that. I think this last two minute report is going to show both of those things. Then they didn't call the foul on Giannis. Both players fouled Giannis, and they didn't call either one. The way that the ball got back to Middleton, then they fouled. Then the refs decided, oh, yeah, we'll call the one on the guy who's automatic from the free throw line. But after the foul, if you haven't watched, go back and watch. Russell Westbrook turns to the bench with his hands up. You know how you do your hands up like you're confused about something, like you're asking, what? And your hands are up and to your side, not straight over your head, but to the side, and your, and your palms are up. He's looking at Scott Brooks, and he's like, yelling or talking to you know because he's far away to scott brooks and then they show scott brooks and scott brooks just messing with his mask and i'm thinking it's a bad look that in that timeout if the play was nothing but an iso russell westbrook play how do we not discuss what to do if the basket was made versus what to do when a basket is missed the basket is made it's tie game we play straight up defense the basket is missed we double Middleton, try to get the ball in Giannis' hands, and foul. How was that not discussed? The young guys had no clue. Russ is trying to work it out in real time, screaming at everybody, and it wastes 14 to 15 seconds. Gosh, the late game execution by Scott Brooks is just beyond me. Russell Westbrook knew what to do in the moment, but it took him forever to get it executed. It's just sad. It's just sad. The referees missed the call on Russell Westbrook's layup. The refs missed the call on Giannis for sending him to the free throw line. But my goodness, Scott Brooks, your team had no idea what to do in crunch time in a late game situation once again. That's what pisses me off. Outside of that, I love the effort of the night. The team played defense. The team played together. The team shared the ball. I mean, Russell Westbrook, he decided early in the game, I'll take Giannis. And he was D'ing Giannis up. Just, I, I love the way they play. But dang it, I wanted to win. And these doggone referees missed two big calls, and Brooks is an idiot. He's not an idiot. I'm going to take that back. That's wrong. I don't think he makes good late-game basketball decisions.
But guys, we got the Milwaukee Bucks Monday night. We'll try this again, hopefully this time with Bradley, Bill, and Bertans. And we'll see how it goes. But guys, this is where I'll break things. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Westwood Podcast. I appreciate you guys so, so much. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, CastBox, and much, much more. So please hit the subscribe button so you can get notifications every time I drop a new post-game pod. If you like video analysis, things like that, I'm going to make another video here in the next couple days on Russell Westbrook's 40-point triple-double versus the Milwaukee Bucks. So if you want to see that, go subscribe to my YouTube channel, J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. But guys, I appreciate you so much. Thank you so much for listening to the Westwood Podcast. I'm your host, J.D. Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, Russell Westwood Gets the Chip, at Always and Forever Art, and on YouTube at J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. This is why I break things, and as always, until next time, peace.